Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 697 for the week of October 28th. Chris Privet here. One week till Extra Life, folks. Yay! Joining me, Robert Albright. Who, 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 doing the daylight savings run again for the third year in the row. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Costa. I just wake up normally that week. I feel like they're just targeting daylight savings now, and that sucks. They shouldn't do that. It's mean. Well, I mean... It- I mean, we just we we take volunteers for the schedule, and I'm usually one of the last to pick, so I get the I get one of the worst shifts. And unlike Hairfrog, at, le- at least for him, his at least works with his timetable. I'm Chris Privetier. I'm bringing you the week's news and stuff about RPGs. I'll be gone next week, but next week will be RP Gamers' full weekend of extra life shenanigans. That's right. We're going to have all everyone on on hand streaming all weekend long. Lots of video even games. A, and even a few and even one extra cuz we have our uh graphic designer Noodle who will be doing some streaming on Sunday. Nice. So, lots of time to hang out in our channel and talk to other people who love RPGs just like you. Um, if you want to go figure out what's up with that, go search extra life on rpgamer.com. You'll see the post. There's lots of people to donate to i recommend anna marie privateer she's my wife so donate to her donate to tam uh robert here he's uh he's doing it so yep money goes I, to I, help heal children and various children's hospital needs research needs equipment needs that sort of stuff um it goes directly to them bypasses us does not pass go does not collect 200 dollars unless you donate 200 dollars. then there's 200 dollars to collect and it goes to the hospital and helps the kids so go help heal kids Please join us for Extra Life next week. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. No. Um, I feel like it's the end of the show when I say that. (laughs) Folks. All I've played is Path of Exile. Okay, I said it. I thought I saw you log into one other game very briefly this week. Um, What was it? don't remember but I, I was sitting there and i saw your thing pop up <laughs> and, and i'm supposed playing. to remember <laughs> of exile path just means you were dyslexically looking at it exiles path <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm having fun playing that game but i'm not going to talk about it i won't bore y'all y'all no, know no, it's an no, action rpg it's it like diablo it's better than diablo well diablo 4 right now Though people like season two, so whatever. Play whatever game you're happy with. Play it all. Yeah, no, I've I've pulled up your Steam page and never mind. It was only Path of Exile. <laughs> I, saw. I, I swear I saw something else. Maybe maybe I'm, maybe it um, popped up. I I opened up the up Xbox um, Game Pass app to check some stuff. So maybe that triggered something. I know it launched the EA app and the Ubisoft app because they install games through those apps. So something may have happened with that. Okay, uh, that, that could have been. Hey, I'm, I'm going to end up regretting saying this, probably, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. but you said you're enjoying Path of Exile, yeah. and that does sound like something you can still talk about, because at the very least, us going la-la-la, we can't hear you, might help with a new game down the road. But I'm intrigued to know about what new things have occurred in Path of Exile to keep it so interesting. Who said anything new occurred? He's just enjoying it. <laughs> Listen, 
this is a game where I started up at 6 p.m., begin analyzing the percentage of resists on my ring, figure out what I could buy that would increase my damage by 10%, and spend three hours trying to rebalance my character so that I can fit that new item into it without breaking everything else, the delicate house of cards that enables my character to use all its skills and still be immune to the things it's immune to. You you don't want to hear about this. And that description, though I know it isn't, is the closest to an RTS I've heard on this. <laughs> it's like, there's people who enjoy the PoE or these action RPGs for like the blowing up the monsters. I think I enjoy it because I like playing with spreadsheets. <laughs> you know, I'm a sick man. No, because I mean, it's kind of like your preferences with anime too. I mean, you you tend. We've talked about this before. Where yeah, I want to hear you read out to, stat upgrade blocks to me. That's like that's what gets me going on anime. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, stat upgrade blocks or little pop up screens that say hey. I'm the guy, and I, I I read all the emails. Remember. <laughs> This is what I do. I'm a boring game player. Oh, I, I will admit when I was when I watched Bofuri and they have those little chat sections. We pause it so like, we can watch them all. Yeah, I read them all. So I can yeah. read it, like yeah. what did they say? See, I can't say too much because <laughs> as far back as when I was a kid playing Final Fantasy Tactics, I used to like to try finding patterns in the random. Uh huh. So I would go to Mandalia Plains ten times, fight ten random battles, and write down everything I fought to see oh, the percentile of goblins I'd fight there. Oh, you've got it bad. Oh, that reminds me of the one map. Uh, it's it's the forest map up on the northern up in the northern area. Mm-hmm. I where I did it and. Oh, was it that one or the next map, which is sort of leading to the castle? One of the maps, you get into the fight and you're fighting like nine monks. Mm. Oh, that battle sucks. It's the one there's, I can't recall there right are now. Some, like, harder, yeah, there's some actual h- battles uh, on some of those maps that are like considered harder than other battles on those maps. It's always interesting that there's actually a ramp, a semi-random factor to to the uh, battles on the maps in Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes, it's like how many times uh, that I fight goblins in Mandalia Plains will they be with black chocobos compared to uh, regular ones? And yeah, I still have a book somewhere for it, and I even have a star beside one of the fights because it was what I was playing when we hit January first, two thousand. So it was like, why 2K? Nope, I'm in bed desert. Uh, yeah, that, so I can't really say much for people that like spreadsheets when I create the spreadsheets from games that don't need them. I was there when the spreadsheets were written. Play to Sky, I go through the item world, predict how many times that I fight a particular class. Will they have a legendary item equipped? There's a recent Disgaea out. Did you play it? I didn't play it. Oh. What did you Hair play? Hairfrog has, hasn't reviewed it yet. <laughs> That's a prereq? Okay. Uh, for me, anyway, it's these days with the amount of time I have, I usually play games for review more than anything else. And if I have any time left over, I usually boot up something for fun. But I haven't had the time left over these days. Uh, so I've been, I finished up Silent Hope. And after 
25 hours of pretty fun combat with a princess that would not stop talking, I segued into Slay the Princess because I needed to release some tension. Hmm. I I thought you could make her shut up now. Yeah, but I play games on default settings for review usually. So I acknowledge that, but I still kept it up to have the authentic experience, so to speak. And Slay the Princess is a very trippy game. It's uh, my first visual novel, too, so half of what I say might just be a response of, yeah, that's how visual novels work, but still. The characters walking through... uh, uh, You start the game off on a path to a cabin in the woods with a narrator who basically tries right from the start to sound like he isn't telling you everything, and if you ask him additional questions, he's like, don't worry about it, just go in and slay the princess. She'll destroy the world if you don't and then you go in and you have your choices on whether uh before you see the princess are you going to defend yourself what's your mindset going into it etc and then you meet the princess who they got a voice actress to definitely sound like hey come over here i want to kill you so i'm like hmm they don't even try hiding this and what proceeds is a lot of psychological and philosophical whatever you choose seems to layer upon itself because it's a horror game too so obviously this wasn't going to be a easy you walk in shake hands and the game is over and you start skipping through the woods or anything like that but there were some moments that made me chuckle and there was even one spot where i went i'm i'm definitely doing what tam would do at this point Because after a couple of fights back and forth with each other by now, you're aware that this princess is going to, like, attack you. So she just straight up goes, I'm not going to try sugarcoating it. I'm not going to try saying anything different. And then swords erupt from her arms. And one of the options you're provided with is flirt with her? Question mark. What? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yes, I think I shall. (laughs) <laughs> what big dives you have, princess. Okay. But I just started laughing at that. When each time you uh, die, your character kind of has more voices appear in his head, so they're more narrators. And after mm-hmm. picking that choice, I had Voice of the Smitten, who just keeps saying, <laughs> kept saying through the rest of the playthrough, there's no better way to die than at the hands of a beautiful woman with a lot of swords. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> And by the way, this is all within like a half hour, so I'm not overly spoiling too much for anyone who's interested in trying it out. There's a lot of different dialogue choices. Everything's voice acted. It sounds like a visual novel roguelike. They layer upon each other more than roguelikes. Because like on the first playthrough, I uh, asked a lot of questions, ended up killing the princess. But she had a hidden knife that she took out of her sleeve and killed me as well. So when the second playthrough started, your character remembers everything from the first playthrough. And then, from what I gather, you basically keep going until you reach one of the endings where something basically tells you you need to collect all the endings. So at some point, you're going to have to go through like each dialogue option if you wanted to get the complete picture. So I don't mind doing that since it only took like half hour to an hour to get to one of the endings and i got to pick some very entertaining choices along the way so i'm curious to see how many 
how well everything connects to each other. Are there ways to make decisions where just completely different than everything else? But, Ryan, I, I, there is an anime I want you to go watch after this. Oh, I'm pretty sure you're going to already suggest the one I think you are, and I've seen it. Which one? Steins Gate. No. Okay. The world that God only knows. Okay, have not seen that one. It's about a man who uh, is very, very good at visual novel games, who then has to go around and flirt with girls to find demons, <laughs> because he's the, he's considered the god of the visual novel. And at one point during the series, he's playing like the, one of the worst visual novels ever created. And, like, there's a specific scene where he has to choose, like, every single different option in a cafeteria to try and get past a bug that would cause the game to crash because th this is how bad that visual novel game was in, the, in, in that anime. And, so, and, and this is what that is making me think of is that, oh, yeah, I died. I have to try this again. And you're, you're having to pick different lunch menu options. <laughs> that sounds like a fun one. You guys are the weird things. You have two weeps. What do you expect? And I wanted to play something different. And like I said, after you know a week and a half of dungeon crawling while listening to a princess not shush, you may be killing the princess. <laughs> you need to kill the princess thing. now. That's funny. You're saying the princess wouldn't shut up, so you killed her. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have that uh, feeling in Silent Hope if she acted anything like the one from Slay the Princess. <laughs> Just, hi, how's it going? And it actually, like... Well, it, it, are we allowed talking spoilers on RPG cast, technically, for anyone uh, that wanted to play Slay the Princess? Because I could say um, with the final boss... No, don't do that. No, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah, no, RPG cast is generally mostly spoiler-free. Yeah. Okay, that's why I thought. I, I figured I'd confirm before I just launched into... Yeah. RPG backtrack, however, go to town. Well, I don't think this will be a backtrack game, but... <laughs> yeah, you have to have played it the first time to care about playing it again. Yep. I don't even... Uh, play it again? What? You guys actually have to play the games again for backtrack? Um, maybe you should. I, I've, I do a usually YouTube I, look over if it's a game that I played a while back. Yeah, I go into those cold turkey, and obviously, I, I am, I am the outlier to most of our staff for stuff like that, though, and I know this. So, uh, are you just having fun with Slay the Princess? Oh, uh, oh, definitely. Like, okay. It's a perfect type of game to have. Like the Halloween season's coming up, so I wanted something. And as much as I would like it to be like horror visual novel, I've always been intrigued in visual novels. There aren't that many horror, or, like turn-based RPGs or action RPGs out there. So distant lineup to have anything fit thematically. And I've been looking at this visual novel for honestly, I think two years now. So. It'll at least give me a baseline to, uh, like, if other visual novels come out. Like, I'd mentioned Steins Gate. That's one that I've been wanting to play since I found... Uh, I watched the anime first and then went, wait, it's a visual novel? And yeah. Summertime Rendering, which was my, one of my favorite anime last year, is also a visual novel. It's just not out in English. 
So th there is basis for me to enjoy this since I love story and things like that. So I'm excited to find out where it goes personally. Where did you go with your gaming, Tam? So um, I am still in the pre-Earth uh, Crystal grind that I'm doing in Final Fantasy V. Um, in, in fact, I, I, as uh, Ryan has been chatting, I've been sitting here working on said grind. I have, uh, once I finish equipping Galoof here, I'll tell you, I have one or eight, ten classes uh, mastered. <laughs> so on every character. So uh, that that's where I am, because I I I really like job grinding, and the pixel remaster on Switch makes it very easy to do. So that is that is happy times. It's also it's a, also a good way to like kind of start shutting my brain off and put me to sleep at nights when I'm lying in bed. So I almost dropped my Switch <laughs> twice this week. <laughs> Now, Tam, have you played uh, Final Fantasy V on other versions? Because you're saying how quick it is to job grind. I'm curious. In the time you've done these ten, how much or how long would have it taken you on a, another version of FF5? So the Pixel Remaster version on Switch uh, has an option where you can increase the gains of your um, uh, ability points by four. So a battle that would give one will give four. A battle that gives two gives eight. A battle that gives three gives 12. Mm. So, um, yeah, it would have taken a lot longer. Yeah. And considering uh, my GBA version had all the classes mastered, <laughs> mm. um, except for the one you get for being the extra dungeon in that game, because I could not get past the... Neo Omega fight. Yeah, not just regular Omega. Neo Omega or Ultimate Omega or whatever. New and improved. That. Completely yeah. new recipe. Yeah, no, no, could not get past him. Um, so, and then I have specific spots to grind because uh, potions in Final Fantasy V suck. So, regular potions in Final Fantasy V get 50 health. High potions in Final Fantasy V give 150. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I, uh, sorry, I keep snapping. Uh, I usually grab, I usually grind like in the, in the final dimensional rift. Uh, so I, so I have, well, here's the thing. I grind elixirs because mm -hmm. they're the only decent healing item. No, in but that final takes Fantasy. too long to get them. It, it does. Yes. But, yeah. Um, there's the sunken ship ha has uh, fights that give have two different fights that give two and three ABP early in the game. Yep. And the monsters in the three ABP fight have a chance to drop elixirs, and the fight in the two ABP fight has a chance to drop elixirs. The problem is you're trying to level all the jobs. Because that's just how I roll. I know. So um, besides, so besides my infinite grind to Final Fantasy V. Uh, I played more Mary Skelters 2 this week. So, uh, I forget if it was last week. No, it, yeah, it was last week where I beat the uh, first dungeon. And so uh, this week I did some of the little side story events and uh, side quests that were pr 
uh, able to be picked up once you beat dungeon. And so I did some of those. And then I started into the second dungeon. And uh, I, I think pause was there at one of the times where I was like, like had a bit of a jump scare from the uh, the nightmare showing up where I was like, yeah, it's coming from this direction. And then it, I, I turn around and it's like, nope, it's right behind me. <laughs> Is that nightmare the same thing that uh, follows you around in the first game? Because I played the first game for a few hours and I couldn't remember the name of the thing that shows up to track you down. Yeah, so, I mean, there's different nightmares depending on which dungeon you're in. So each dungeon kind of has its own. But yeah, uh, this one is actually one of the ones that is in the first game, but it's the second game version of it. It's it's Mm. there's timey wimey BS. As I have discussed before, so, um, but yeah, no, um, the the second game is a little bit brighter, easier to see things. I I'm enjoying, I do, I'm enjoying Mary Skelter as a whole, and it's it's a great Halloween game. So if you, if someone's looking for like a a spooky or kind of thrillery RPG, uh, Mary Skelter series is is definitely a good one to pick up. Um, another one uh, by the same by Compile Heart as well, uh, Death and Request. So uh, those are two I would definitely recommend if you're needing something a little more themey for your October. And then finally, um, I've, 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 of course, played more Nikkei. More you Nikkei. played more Nikkei? I'm shocked. Hey, you know what? Nikkei to me is Path of Exile to you. It's true. It's, it's very true. Except Nikkei at least has a story. Ooh, this has a story too. Okay, no, I I know <laughs> a story with a satisfying ending. We're still trying to find out what happened to that cat. Oh, I figured it out. I oh. just I didn't understand how the next quest got presented, and it turns out I was able to do it, and I did it, and I slaughtered those twins that hurt that cat. I destroyed nice. them, and they're like, "All this over a cat?" And she's like, "No, all this over family." I was like, nice. Oh, she turned into Vin Diesel there at the end. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So um, for Nikkei, I've, uh, I've been doing a free to play account here on our Twitch channel uh, on, on the off stream hours. So when none of our regular streams are supposed to be scheduled, I've been generally doing that. Um, I am in chapter eight, I believe in the main story of, uh, and then I've been also been doing the side event that's currently going on called ACPU Freeze, which has one of the best jams I've heard. The the, the musician, the the lead musician for Nikkei is is amazing. I, I love his work. But um, they actually had their first anniversary stream yesterday morning at uh, what was 4 a.m. local time for me. And yes, I was awake for it. And uh, lot, lots of big things coming, free units, free free giveaways, the new unit that's coming out for the banner, more skins, uh, battle pass skins. They do a gotcha skin, which I think is a little bit ridiculous. Basically, buy tickets to have a chance to spin a wheel to get a skin. And yeah, although the skins are pretty, the skins are really good. Um well, but the, the big, yeah, oh yeah, no, I mean, it, of course they're sexy skin. they're pretty sexy skins, but they're good, they're very well designed skins. Mm. Um, but the biggest, but 
uh, the new event is um, a, an event that takes place in the history of the world of Nikkei, uh, where you're following the one of the original squads that are taking on the Raptures, and uh, they're putting in a mini game. And Chris, this this is the mini game that will get you into the game. Uh oh. It's uh, it's it's Vampire Survivors Nikkei. All right, I'm downloading now. <laughs> and I'm not joking. The, the, uh, there's actually uh, there's actually screenshots of it. Uh, let me. I took one. Let me go up to our channel here to my union. Without knowing the background of the event, I'm just picturing a bunch of fanboys trying to reach these girls, and that's what makes it Vampire Survivors. <laughs> that's what it should be. No, that's that. Um, no, it's a bunch of like pixelated raptors. I'm, 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 I'm It's the closest thing we're getting to Dino Crisis. Then got it. The um, no, the fan, the fanboys going after the characters. That's the Hollow Live version of of uh, Vampire Survivor. I already have that. You would. <laughs> I have it too, because it's free. Yeah, so I, I shared a picture in the Skype there for you, Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there it I, is. I, yeah, so. That's it. That's what we're playing for Extra Life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All oh, right. They're, they're all, yeah. Sorry for for those at home listening. This is a picture of what is very clearly a Vampire Survivor ripoff, except it has even lower quality graphics than Vampire Survivor <laughs> somehow. But you have your little chibi Nike lady robot girl running around collecting RAM and coins or SD cards and coin is what it looks like. And uh, there you go. Yeah. So. um PC build simulator and Nikkei. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, so yeah, and we're also getting like two new chapters. We're getting, um, they're giving away a hundred and six tickets for pools, uh, like sixty, like sixty regular tickets. Um, they're just giving away a lot of tickets for pools with how gotcha games work is this uh, it's a lot of tickets but is it like the type of ticket you don't normally get often anymore or so the game has two types of tickets there's tickets for special banners which are you know rotate every event and then there's normal tickets which are basically able to pull the characters from the previous events as long as they're not limited, i.e. like seasonal events, collab characters, and so forth. Oh. So, um, 10 tickets, uh, let me go into the, ca- I actually have the game up so in the background. So, go. so 10 tickets usually cost about 30 or 3,000 gems, which, give or take, um, is about thirty to thirty-five dollars. All right. Can you so, get the gems without purchasing? You can, but it's much more. Yeah. Li- it's much. It's very limited, of course. Mm. So, if you take the amount, so 
them giving away 60 special tickets for a banner pool, which, you know, that, that character, of course, has an increased drop rate, along with the number of the uh, amount of other tickets that they're giving, the normal tickets they're giving away for all the characters that have been basically re- released on normal banner. I mean, that's still a lot of, you know, characters that, and the, and they do also spe- get, sell packs which have gems and tickets in them too separately, but that's mm-hmm. still a lot of free pools they're just giving away, and they're also giving away a full um, max break SSR during the event. You know? All right, and it's not, uh, one of terrible. the strongest. Yeah, so and it's also one of the strongest. Un- it's also from the uh, strongest unit squad that's in the game. So, um, yeah, they're they're really giving away quite a bit in this event. As much as I don't like to necessarily admit it often anyway, I currently uh, am joining in the 10th anniversary celebration of Marvel Puzzle Quest, and that led me to, I at one point was playing eight different gacha games, including the SMT one that was out, the... Uh, Final Fantasy, I played all of the Final Fantasy ones, except for 15, which was an RTS for some reason. <laughs> yeah, 15 but... had a couple different ones. <laughs> there was an RTS, and then there was that, like, Kingdom... So we're talking Revenant Wings, and then the other one, which is... Oh, I can't remember. Wait, 15. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 15 is a gotcha game, so I'm talking gotcha like I games. have Opta Omnia still. I downloaded yep. Brave Exvius. So those aren't, divisions. okay. This is just, oh, uh, boy. I had Record Keeper for a while. Tam, why do you keep these photos? No, I'm not putting that on the stream. Yeah, don't put that one on the stream. <laughs> the one on the left is not a human body. That skeletal structure has scoliosis. <laughs> oh, see, I mean... They're, they're robotic bodies. We've been oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? You were saying about something. Playing, like, Not you. Like ten different. No, he uh, was saying. I, I was playing. Uh, I've played gotcha. a lot of gotcha games. I. It takes a lot for me to recognize the, like, diff, like what makes one good these days, kind of thing. And that's partly because it took me a long time to realize it, but I just replaced M- or. Diablo addiction with MMO addiction with yeah that'll uh, happen gotcha game addiction and I'm like okay hey, stop being addicted to stuff yeah the DK um, for the month of October is the fifth most downloaded game for for gotcha games number one being you know Genshin Impact of course and then uh, it is the second highest grossing for the month at twenty nine million dollars. Only being beaten by Genshin Impact at sixty-eight million dollars. I laughed that I had a uh, I laugh a little bit. I've laughed with him, uh, a friend that started playing Fate him. Grand Order recently, and I'm like, "Why would you start now?" Uh, that's the the tricky part to gotcha games is if you get into them early enough and you, you enjoy can never them enough, leave. Exactly. Uh, well, and uh, while well, another thing they announced is the earlier chapters in Nikkei, like the ones I'm going through on my free-to-play account, they're actually lowering their difficulty so more people can stay caught up with the story, which 
it, you know, you don't see a lot of gotcha games actually do that sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that it's shift shift up, which um, is the ones doing a um, an action RPG that we've been semi covering on the site. There's been no real update on that, but Stella something I forget the name. It was it used to be Project D, but now it has an actual name, Stella something. But um, yeah, they they've been very receptive to their fans' feedback, you know, about the game and issues with the game and concerns. So. Uh, which is really nice to see from a company, you know, considering, you know, so many companies, people issue feedback and the response is, well, we can't do, you know, okay, thank you for the feedback. We're not doing anything about it. You know, thank you for this feedback. Go away. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's one of the better ones uh, from my experience because I played Destiny Child, their previous game that shut down for them to focus more on Nikkei. Yeah, well, I mean, the difference was Destiny Child was making like a couple hundred thousand a month. Mm. DK is making bank. Destiny Child started making bank. That's usually what happens with gotcha games, though, is eventually the bubble bursts and stays around as long as it can because Destiny Child had a uh, OVA they got through. I'm sorry, I just can't keep... You keep making me think of Beyonce. <laughs> I I do the same thing whenever that one comes up, but yeah, Nike is an extra K to Nike. I don't know. Mm. So, so yeah, that, that's really all I've played this week. Um, the, the the true highlight though is uh, Mary Skelter, but uh, but yeah, with the new chapters and everything coming out in the first anniversary, uh, expect me to be doing those new chapters because uh yeah this i i'm very excited to see how this particular scene will play out don't share this either uh no i'm not sharing that oh god tam am i gonna be on a list now no no two, i think i'm two gonna be on her, a list uh, now two, Two of the other characters were eating her to replenish nope, their... Nope, nope, we don't need... Nope, you can stop now. Describing it is worse than showing it half the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just an exposed nope. arm bone. <laughs> we're good. As I said, Nikkei goes dark. Uh-huh. You never believe me. I do. You just <laughs> keep wanting to prove it. I I always thought you just didn't believe me. <laughs> yeah. So Have you ever considered I'm just not interested in engaging with the content? Has that ever <laughs> been a possibility? No. Obviously he just doesn't believe me, and if I prove it to him, he will totally want to see more. No, it's just the, your tone. Whenever I mention the story, you're just like, uh-huh. I told you be stop! <laughs> Anyway, so that's all I've been playing this week. Thanks. Apparently, I'm playing all the creepy games this month between Nikkei and Mary Skelter. Nothing new there. I'm playing a horror visual novel, and yet somehow you one upped it. (laughs) (laughs) Does yours have eye gouging, though? Oh, God. Considering what I've seen so far, it will happen. I just didn't go the eye gouging route yet. 
Maybe you should tell Sam about this one. I have been. <laughs> okay. Great. Hard to go through a visual novel without talking right. to a resident visual novel expert. So yeah, I had mentioned it to Sam. Right. Folks, I'm ready to quit the show. Are you going to rebrand it to Path of Exile podcast soon? I, no, I think I just need to move to another country. <laughs> I thought if you, it's, you were if it's Japan, you're just proving Tam right. Oh, shoot. It's true. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you and Paul were moving to Canada. Mm, I don't think they'll let us in after this. I'm not sure they'll let me out after this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, that is that is that was an official scene for a cutscene in the. Coming. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna move on. <laughs> what's uh, what's new? What's 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 what did people wrote in? Right. We did get some feedback for mm-hmm. our question of the week last week, which was, uh, "What's your verdict on Starfield? Good." bad or indifferent i'm assuming um, it was mostly indifferent uh while strawberry eggs did not comment about the question of the week she wrote right. in saying i named the yoshi hoshi oh, because goodness. it rhymes and it means star in japanese there you That's go really all there is to it all right then yoshi hoshi yoshi hoshi hoshi yoshi that's hoshi actually, the yoshi and that, yeah and that, and that's actually and i i i'm i'm down with that that that's actually it, it rhymes and it sounds cool so, uh, Crawl wrote in as a saying for the question of the week, tumbleweed, but a lot of responses to the Starfield review. For me, I decided to save a few quid and cancel Game Pass, at least for a while. I'll try, I'll try Skyrim on Switch instead. It's one way to go with it, like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and that's kind of where I am, because... I would have to buy an Xbox console or a computer that can run Starfield, and both of which do not sound appealing to me. I have a computer that can run Starfield. I don't want to run Starfield. I, what I've is actually, wrong with you? It's a Bethesda I'm, game. Does Starfield want to run Starfield? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've actually never... Have you watched I've, Peter and how often he crashes? It's a lot. Oof. No, I, I, I mean, like I barely get away with watching Scar when I'm at work. So, but uh, yeah, no, um, I, I, I've never been a fan of Bethesda games. I've always thought they looked kind of like ass. If you Even play it, early enough Bethesda games like Daggerfall, you will see ass. <laughs> I mean, I could see ass and ball. Oh, goodness. We, why are we back to this now? <laughs> it's I always back to the butt. Gate. Stop it. As in Baldur's Gate 1. I meant back to sh- looking at butts. How are we always back to butts? Because the person who keeps bringing us back to cats is in here. All right, that's fair. Yeah. And your cats are missing. Oh. Oh, do you have a cat? I can fix that. There you go. Cat. Cat! I'm sorry there's crumbs on the desk, Matt. I need to clean it. 
And like that, with a cat, humanity has been restored to this podcast. All right. Any other feedback? Um, not that I saw on the website. She's not dead. <laughs> just, no, but she's very blobbed. She's she's done a thing to her head. She has managed to scrape off the fur above each eye, but not in the middle. So it's like she shaved her eyebrows. I but don't yeah, know what just, she, I the, is, her skin isn't damaged. I don't know where she's been rubbing her head repeatedly to do this. But this cat, it's always one thing or another. She's just, this week, it's the new thing that's weird about Twinkie. So we got to figure out how to make sure she's not hurting her own head. <sighs> oh, right. And she has a toy. They they all have a toy that they press a button and a little mouse comes out and they chase the mouse for a while. And then the mouse goes back and hides for a while. And two of the cats have learned how to play with the toy. The other cat just knows how to play with it when one of the other cats turns it on. One cat uses his paw to press the button, like, boop, the way you'd expect. Mm -hmm. The other cat, this weird cat who's shaved her eyebrows, just kind of slams her mouth down on top of the button to be like, boom, all right, I activated it. (laughs) Like, all right, yeah, I guess your head works. Why not? Just innovative use of mouth. (laughs) It'd be it's not even a cute boop like pressing her nose up to it. No, it just slam her jaw on it, because why not? Twinkie, you are a weirdo. She is. But adorable. So, <laughs> so that was all the, on sleeping. Yeah, that was all the her. feedback. Uh I although I will admit I don't I didn't see any posts in podcasts this week, so uh on the discord a lot of times that one is usually gets used more for our uh q a quests so okay that's fine and since q a quest is on vacay q and vacay yeah uh dave dave is out uh this weekend next week so so there was there's been no q a quest well then let's get on with the news <laughs> Extra, extra, read all about it. Death of a Wish has been announced for 2024. Death of a Wish, a new action RPG set in a nightmare, is coming to Steam in 2024. A demo will be available for players to try out later this week. Okay, what what, what is this? It's It looks strange. Yeah, I like the visual style, but it's, it seems to be a go-to for a lot of indie games now to go to that art style. Or it's at this... least becoming more popular. I don't think I've seen this particular art style, but it, no, it does I've, seem I've like seen... an extension from like Undertale. Yeah. Like yeah, they, this... they use more color than yeah. the black and white version you usually see. That's what ma- makes it stand out more. Um, I will uh, hard pass on that one. It's what i saw of it because i got to check uh see it more than i actually get a chance to play it at pax west it's gonna be very difficult and close to a souls like all right so name of that game again is death of a wish so go check it out a marked child struggling to escape the oppressive cult he was raised in yeah it's gonna be real that's gonna be a downer isn't it all right yeah 
<sighs> what else we got? So next we have Tamarack Trail introduces the Eye of the Sturgeon. Yarrow Games has more lore information to share about Tamarack Trail. Players can learn about the origins of the mysterious Eye of the Sturgeon Society on the game's official blog. Okay. Yeah. I, Tamarack Trail is a roguelike RPG with dice-based combat, apparently. So, I, I want to know why we're why we're dealing with a fish. We, you know, just just embrace the fish. All right, that's all I got to tell you. Just roll with it, flap with it, flop with the fish. If that doesn't suit you, isn't there a card-based game Tam can try, Brian? Yeah. C-A-R-D-S. Oh, literally literally (laughs) in the name. All right, cool. (laughs) The Misty Battlefield, announced for PC. Choir has announced Cards RPG, The Misty Battlefield. The studio's first roguelike deck builders plan to come to PC with more details to be revealed next <laughs> There's just no details at all. Like, we've got some screenshots. They're in Japanese. You see cards. It looks pretty. Like, all right, that could be cool, it, I guess. The bit of detail that I can add to it is Acquire is the uh, dungeon crawler, uh, first-person dungeon crawler uh, studio that does, like, under knots and uh, a couple other ones that have come out. Uh, They're usually have really good 2D art. No way. Yeah. Acquire? I'm thinking of experience. I don't know about Acquire. Never mind. Wasn't Acquire the ones who licensed uh, Metal Max Reborn? Oh, no. I hope I not. I don't think so. Or was that P-Cube? Was You're going to expect us to remember, Tam? Oh, th- oh, I uh, Acquire. Um, oh, God. Oh, yes. I think they're... Uh, they're uh, isn't Acquire a publisher? Yeah. Um. Oh, they're developer and publisher here. So here's my problem. We don't know what cards stands for. It's an abbreviation. C-A-R-D-S. But we don't know what it means. That's right. So was, um, Mine, Mine Zero is one of the ones I was thinking of. And they also co-developed Octopath Traveler and Octopath Traveler. Let's see. All right. What could, what could cards stand for? Wait, what? They Octopath were- Traveler. Yeah, cards are really dub stuff. Hmm. I was going to say completely arbitrary, um, ridiculous deck simulator, but yeah, that also works. Now, what is Octopath? Acquire didn't make Octopath. Co-developed with Creative Business Unit Two. Really? Or eleven? <laughs> I don't believe you. And I, right. I was mistaken on the Undernauts. Uh, they did do a, a first-person dungeon crawler, though. It was Labyrinth of Z- uh, Zangetsu. It's a different Does this one. mean... Did Acquire... Were they also involved with... Um, see, I always assumed Octopath was um, attached to um, Brave, Bravely Default. But maybe I shouldn't say that. You know what? I'm going to stop talking, because I think I'm just wrong about all of this. All right, cool. Acquire... Octopath, didn't know. More interested in cards now. What is this next thing? Oh, I see. All right. uh, Next on our list here is Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth previews Dondonko Island mode. A new mode for Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth has been shown off in its latest trailer. Players can see a preview of the cozy hijinks that await on Dondonko Island. And I paused because I had no idea I pronounced that remotely correctly at first. <laughs> I'm very excited for this. You can ride a dolphin. Why not? 
It's you know it's. <laughs> yep, this is the yeah. stuff he would do. <laughs> this I mean, is the stuff he would get in a in a like a dragon game. It does say infinite wealth. So Thorndoko Island. All right, that's just that's the subtitle because it's the next entry. It's it's Yakuza Eight. I was point, just pointing out if you had it. It has wealth, creepy mascots. The the series has always had some creepy mascots. Oh my gosh! There's fishing. There's cleaning up litter on the beach. There's mining. Yeah. It looks like there's a general store with cigarettes. I can get behind spear this. fishing. Spear, mm. spear fishing is the type of fishing I can get behind because all you have to do is throw the spear. You don't have to figure out timing events. You don't have to button mash. Really intense woodworking. It looks like as well. So it's got Animal Crossing elements, right? Because it's an island. Yeah, of course. Yep. Nope. That. Nope. Anna, you can build a house in the new Yakuza and have a tiger in it. <laughs> Are you in? She says she's in. <laughs> Will she stream it? Will you stream it? She says probably. Yes. Like to see that character from Animal Crossing show up to try to saying you owe them money in this game. Oh, Tell yeah. See what happens with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, giant oh. ogre statue. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it looks like it's going to be great. So, there you go. Why was there a professor laying in a chair like that? It's, hey, you have guessed. He now. just pet that man on the stomach to make him happy. <laughs> this is going to be great. Oh, sing along. Yep. So, I guess you make everyone happy in the island and you get bonuses for it. Because, you know. Is this basically the... Uh... Oh, look, a gang. Yeah. If you get rid of their gifts, they get angry at you. Yeah, the gifts, I think, are garbage. <laughs> so, like... Oh, man. Yep. Next Yakuza, looking to be uh, just like the last one. <laughs> kind of crazy, fun. Enjoy. I really need to look at the where to start to see if I can just get away with not playing it all them all. You can start with these two if you want. You don't have yeah, to play the previous ones. It. Yeah. Yeah, you can start with like a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that has and been play this one. many people have done that, and it it works fine. Yeah, including no, Anna. Because you play a that, new character. You yeah. play as the guy with the afro. Yeah, just don't worry about any background story. It doesn't really matter in Yakuza anyway. There's a dude with one eye who's crazy, and there's Kiryu who's like the consummate straight man. There, you're caught up. Awesome. <laughs> I, so I, I think I'm going to turn to you for more 100-hour games to just be like, tell me in one sentence or less <laughs> what I need to I, I am simplifying a handful of things there, but, you know, as far as you getting going and what you need for these games, I think I, I, think I captured it. Yeah. No, you did, you did. I mean, I, had, <laughs> I pl- tried to play a little of Yakuza 3 when it was released on the PS3, and... I had trouble getting into it because it's like it kind of assumed you kind of knew the character hear you like a dragon. No, you didn't need yeah. to know anything. I was like down for that. If you know, Kirio would add some stuff, but I don't think you need to at all. Yeah. No, like he, 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 he shows up twice. Yeah. The old hero he, is a hero. He's a consummate straight man and a bunch of crazy stuff happens around him and he rolls along with it. 
He yeah, had a but, rival with one eye who just shows up as comic relief. And then there's villains so, in every game and stuff happens in an orphanage and your daughter, but you don't care. You're going to play the new game with the guy with the Afro. And in the first one, you're going to run this business and it's crazy. And that's a, okay. That's a mini game, but it doesn't matter. Go play it. The end. Go. Cause that, cause <laughs> the mini game's how you make money in the game. <laughs> yeah. There's so lots of fighting game. street punks. It says chaos, which is true. Weird street punks. Weird street punks. Oh, and usually in every game, there's a group of adults who like to wear diapers that they make fun of. You don't need to remember that. It'll just happen. And I'm just letting <laughs> yeah, you know. It'll just happen. Yeah. And then you just won't forget it. Back yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. So, the end. Next we have, <laughs> or I, are we still talking about diapers? No, we are. We, I, wait, we're going back to the Game Boy Color? What? I mean, yeah, I, I that is fair when we're talking about going back to diapers. A lot of us were probably that young when this came out. I was not. What color came out? I was, I was not. not that young. Sorry. I, I resent this. I played Pokemon on the first Game Boy before there was color. I was trying to talk to our audience. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Game Boy Color title Dragonum. Available to pre-order, Incubate Games and Spacebot Interactive have begun pre-orders for the upcoming retro cartridge release, Dragonum. Is this, the, a, like, meant to be Heroes of Mana-like or Legend of Zelda-like? What is this? It looks vaguely looks Zelda-ish. Zelda. Yeah. yeah, it looks very Zelda-ish. Okay. Is this already yeah. out and this is they're, like, doing a retro release? Is that what's going on here? It's planned to release in Q1 2024. Okay, so they're doing it on release. All right. Yeah, it's it's only for the oh, Game Boy Color from wait. what I've been able to find. How do I play? Da- no, this says digital edition, so okay. there must be a way to play it. Yeah. Is, is there? <laughs> I actually Dragonum was originally announced as Dragonborn DX. That is billed as a reimagining of Spacebot Interactive's previous Game Boy title, Dragonborn. So, I yeah. Uh, so there are so they've I got know. these multiple. If, what's the different versions you can get? Uh, it's on our news here. We got a digital edition, a physical standard edition, and physical collector's edition. So I guess they just send you a ROM. Well, digital edition says game ROM file. Yep, and they just hope nobody steals it. Um. It's even got like the dot pocket version for analog pocket, which I guess I don't I don't know much about the analog pocket, but I guess it can only run digital versions that aren't like ripped ROMs and stuff like that. Why are there people out there who make games for these old systems? It's kind of interesting. It's an interesting challenge. It's it's an interesting challenge. It's on some boundaries, right? But the problem is, Tam, why do you play Mickey? Do you? No, not the real reason. The reason you tell your your parents. Because it's fun, right? You enjoy it? No, I I'll, I would I no, would you're like because of the boobs. All right, fine. No, no, I would tell them it's like the way I would word this is nostalgia is a hell of a drug. There you go. But but the problem is no, see, that's that's not why I'm that's not where I was going with this though. Not the nostalgia factor, but why do they create these on these systems that there's not going to be lasting too much longer in some cases. What do you mean not lasting too much longer? It's, it's already dead. It's dead and buried, Tim. <laughs> no, I meant like physically not lasting longer. Like, you know, 
screen damage, electronics. Oh, failing. we're already in that. I think the yeah. only reason this comes out physically is because of the analog pocket. Mm. Or people that want to collect the games that. Yeah. Just to add to their trophy cases. Yeah, plenty of people have James. So, Tam, this is actually a thing you can do. You can buy Game Boys, old Game Boys, and buy replacement screen screen upgrades for them that actually make it look nicer than the original. Like that's a whole hobby thing that people do. I still have an original. Yeah, but what if you could make it better with a modern backlight that doesn't just fill in from the sides, but like is like actually nice no no i mean i have the original yeah well there is no backlight now what if there could be i actually had the little thing that you attached to the top of it that had like a magnifying oh gosh i hated those things you couldn't oh there was some they were so unwieldy (laughs) or you had the little book light that was just hanging off, hopefully staying on and pointing at the screen so you could see it while you're in the car at I mean, night. Luckily, I live in this, one of the sunniest states in the, in, in the U.S. So. Yeah, that does help with the old Game Boy. Yeah, well, how often are you dragging that out? Zip, I emulated off my PC. Yeah. These days, none. But the th- the thing requires four AA batteries. It's help. so freaking heavy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, or one of those multi AC adapters. Oof. Yeah, but honestly, um, in the case, of, the only game I really wanted to play that's on the Game Boy, yeah, is on the Saga Collection. Okay. And I own two versions of the Saga Collection. So one you're good Switch now. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Final Fantasy Legends Three. It's the only that's there's there's like a very handful of games on the Game Boy that are actually good. I mean, I for just JR, super, for RPGs. I use my Super Game Boy for Game Boy games, and for Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games, I have the whatever the GameCube version of the Super Game Boy was. See, called. here you go, Tam. Look at this. Look at this. Someone took a Game Boy and like gave it USB charging and a better screen. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you get blue instead of green. Yeah. So the problem is, um, there's some aspect ratio issues depending on which screen you get. So you have to like figure out if you actually care about that or not but you can what i like is that one of these you can see the screen (laughs) it's also widescreen yeah you lost the little insert with the dot matrix with stereo sound thing that had to go to make room but yeah it's neat it's a neat project I had mentioned a few podcasts ago that I used to play PS2 games or PS3 games on my Game Gear. So, oh yeah, no technology. Technology is an amazing thing. I remember oh, buying God. a uh, a refurbished NES off of eBay many years ago, and I won it for a really cheap price. And the dude actually messaged me. He's like, "Don't tell people. Don't." Like rate Don't me or anything because you yeah. you you want it for a ridiculously low price. Okay, great. I was like, that makes no sense. Yeah, that doesn't really matter to me at all. <laughs> Why would you not want people to know that I won uh, that I won this bid for an NES? Because they're not like, good at business. All right, so here's the thing you can do tan- for uh, Ryan: you can upgrade your Game Gear screen too. And not just with the little mi- the magnifying glass thing that right. they had over it. Well, I mean, it's still tiny, but 
it's yeah. much clearer and brighter and stuff. Because yeah. if you ever go back and boot up that Game Gear screen, you realize, oh god. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this stuff comes down to I was like twelve to fifteen around that time. Now mm-hmm. I'm in my thirties. Well, it's what you had access to. Like this is what the tech was. So you take whatever you get. Now you take something better. Like a phone. <laughs> it's not just the tech aspect of it. It's the I I'm squinting at my phone sometimes these days. So yeah. I don't really need smaller than phone. By the way, speaking speaking of screens, did you see the Nintendo patent I linked earlier? No. Yeah, so uh Nintendo patented a uh, dual screen gaming device that can be split in half. Oh no. So we're going to have um separatable DS. It's the DS2 dual switch. I mean, it would be funny if the only thing they used on that was that one Zelda game no one likes that had four players. Hey, oh. Of ages. You mean uh, the, no, you Triforce mean... Heroes is the one no one likes. Okay. Actually, but, there were two games in that series. Well, Triforce Heroes is the bad one. Four Swords Adventures is a good one. There's a difference yeah. between those two. One is bad. One just nobody <laughs> played. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't know four people with Game Boy Advance. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that Pac-Man game uh, with the GBAs and the and the GameCube. Like nobody played that crap originally because who had all that? <laughs> you know, it was all on one screen. It reminds me of the on PlayStation One. You you could buy a adapter for it to make one uh, controller port turn into four. And there was one game, SmackDown 2, where you could actually play eight player. And I don't think I've ever seen anyone play that game eight player. <laughs> mm. Wait, the I'm sorry. Did you talk about Bomberman or something else? I was, I was saying WWF two. Smackdown. Oh, SmackDown 2. Okay. Well, uh, Saturn Bomberman. How many players? Chris narrates his uh, 10 people on the Saturn. If you had two multi-taps. <laughs> 10-player Saturn Bomberman. That's crazy stuff. Sometimes you see it set up at retro con- cons, and um, it's real sad because nobody wants to play it. Because the, d- the kids nowadays, don't, they don't appreciate Bomberman. Yeah. Well, after that one reboot, I don't blame them. Yeah, that's true. All right. What's our last story, Ryan? No, we have two more. What's- two more. Oh. You missed one. What's our second to last story? Enfield gets new trailers uh-huh. after a period of silence. Hypergriff has provided new videos for Ark Knights Enfield, a new story trailer, and game gameplay video mark the end of a PC technical test in China. Mm. Uh, is this just the like PC version of the Gotcha game, or no? It's a um, according to the article, it's a separate story to the main Ark Knights game. Interesting. It involves tower defense, so for me, I'm out. But um, yeah, I, let's actually. This sure does not this look like a tower defense. Okay, Ark Knights is. So that's what made me think that they're just staying in same vein here. And yeah, no, this looks this either either. Okay, yeah, no, this is an action ARPG or action team RPG. A uh, second demo. Is the one to watch. Okay. Now switch it to this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll do, yep. Let me do it. Here we go. 
Okay. Are you going to narrate what's happening? Because we are an yeah. audio show. <laughs> I was able to build inside of town. Is walking around. So, I mean, from this part of the view, it almost could still be a tower defense because it looks like they just went into a map in which you're trying to set up defense positions. Can you? But it is more action based than a tower defense. So this must be. A, why? Why are there so many cat people? Um. So. I've actually played a little. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm no Arknight. Like novel. Uh, Wait, they're doing the but. thing. They're doing the thing where they have animal people with animal ears and human ears. That's, that's too because, many ears. Uh, that's because it, there. It's like a virus type of thing in this world, uh, or in this world that caused people to form characteristics. Okay. There's even like full centaur people okay so so yeah it's it's an actual thing and they're and they're like kind of rejected from society so many ears <laughs> i don't know why but i suddenly got the vibe of fort condor the game is this a um gotcha game well art knights the original uh, like art knights itself is definitely a gotcha game this i don't know okay because they're not they haven't i this may be like an actual just it could be a gotcha but so when is this thing out i know release window has been announced it says pc ios and android so decent chance that it's a gotcha still yeah yeah still decent chances so they're going for the um what's it called um honko star royal honkai star royal what's the other game from those people hoyo uh Genshin Impact. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, they're going for that, that, other, that market, that right? that other one from the same people. Oh my god, how many do they have? Uh, there's that oh, new wow. one they're coming out that we are covering too. Mugen oh. uh, something, I think. Uh, <laughs> you expect me to Mugen know? Uh, Looking up Arknights on my phone now. Yostar Limited. Passion never fails. What? All right. <laughs> oh. Gotchas. Well, with all that all said, right. is that's it time good. for Star yeah, Ocean uh, News? Sorry. Zenless yes. Zone Zero. That's uh, the one. Zone Zero. All right. Thank you. So Star Ocean Second Story R gets early launch trailer, new game plus details. Uh, Square Enix released Star Ocean Second Story R's launch trailer ahead of the game's release next week. Also detailed game's new pl- game plus mode. All right. Now, I know I didn't make it far enough, but I'm curious if New Game Plus carry over and that mentions that, like if they added anything new to the game. Then again, we don't know oh, if this is. They, like, we actually have an image of what it? will be in the New Game Plus on the website. Um, so, starting a game using a completed save will carry over the elements below. Do you wish to proceed all items except those important to the story? F-O-L slash S-P slash B-P. So that's um, fall is your money, S-P is your skill points, B-P is your battle points. At each character's level, learn slash improve skills and moves. Each character's friendship level, each encyclopedia's completion status, completed fun city facilities, completed guild missions, completed challenge missions, and player info excluding obtained treasure chests. So this will make it easier to get different endings. Mm. Uh, And character recruitment and stuff like that nice 
Yeah. As I know some people are going to try getting as many endings as possible. Yep. Considering the game had like, what, 70? I don't think that many. <laughs> I guess I it's every combination of. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. But it's not like ending endings. Yeah. 86 different endings in the original 1999. Yeah. Release. All right. The PSP had 100, if I remember right. Okay. Well, with that, let's move on to our new releases. All right. So for new releases, uh, we have. Anodyne remaster available now. Ten years after the game's original release, a remastered version of Anodyne is now available on PC, Mac, and Linux. The remaster of the retro adventure title includes 60 FPS support, full controller support, and input binding, and more. I don't even know this game. <laughs> I like the color. Colors that are used in it. It's a Zelda-like outside of that, though. Uh, looks like it would be within a Game Boy era. I didn't really play action RPGs from that era or the NES kind of thing. Doesn't help that my first one of that type was Lagoon. So, seems okay. Mm. Yeah, K- K- KL says that, is it even an RPG? I just know people like the game. I mean... T- we, uh, we cover it, so it must be. <laughs> there we go. And he's the owner. There you go. So uh, I, I may butcher this one. Spirit, Spirit-y? Spirit-y. Yeah. Okay. Uh, release date announced. The release date for Spirit T from Cheese Master Games has been announced. Players can get their hands on this Spirited Away inspired management RPG soon. It's- yeah, so it's, basically, uh, basically, are we are we dying? No, you serve tea t- and a relaxation spa for uh, ghosts. Ghosts, yeah. Because <laughs> I played a very early build uh, demo for it about a year ago. Uh, it was very like it says in our uh, news too, saying games like Stardew Valley for inspiration. So there's a lot of collecting resources moving. Uh, Moving around when you're inside the spa itself, because you clear clean, uh, in the demo, you cleaned up the spa, and then you had uh, spirits starting to appear, and you'd like provide them with bath towels and say, "You go sit over here." And if they interact with each other well, they leave happy and leave you a bigger tip. So then you can use to uh, continue building your spa up and interact with the locals, find out things. Pass. For me, it's yeah. Uh, Born of Bread launching in December. Wild Arts and Dear Villagers revealed a December release date for Born of Bread. The adventure RPG will rise on PC and console. Okay, there's there's bread puns here. It's very cute. Yeah, what? The, uh, wow, this. Okay. It's very Paper Mario, right? So. Yeah, it looks very. Paper Marley, uh, Marley, <laughs> Paper Marleyo. <laughs> Evan has like the Paper Mario, like combat be- button yeah. co- uh, presses and things. It's... And I guess you play a doughboy. Sure. 
because he kind of looks like he's made of dough. He, he oh, does look like that, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, about yeah. 24 seconds in, there's a little scene where he has like a black eye. So it looks like damage may. Uh, he's a uh, may- he is loaf, a flower golem. Wow. <laughs> flower column okay yep, there you go <laughs> what's nine years of shadows about uh nine years of shadow gets sw- switch date i cannot speak today apparently um metroidvania nine years of shadows has a switch release date the game which launched for pc earlier this year will hit the console in a couple of weeks so let's pull up its steam page I've been intrigued by this one uh, since I have a soft spot for the publisher Freedom Games. It was one of the first publishers that I knew nothing about at all. And uh, for E3 2021 coverage, it was one of the few companies to reach out. So they're the guy, the publisher anyway, that does like Dark Deity. And um, I lost, like, why can't I remember the Ogre Battle-like game that's turn-based? Um. War of the Seraphim or something? Yeah. Seraphim's okay. War or something like that. Uh, it's, they they usually do really... They, well, they're, they're uh, only their publisher the has a lot of developers. Yeah. And, but they tend to pick games that are of pretty good quality, but the developers haven't done anything else yet, so... They take chances on newer developers. I don't remember if this is one of them. Halberd, uh, I want to say, is a company. Hal- Halberd. A Halberd. It's a type of pole arm. This is a Halberd on the right. On the left is a yeah. teddy bear. But on the right is a Halberd. Uh, that's why I've heard of them. <laughs> and, uh, they also are doing a game that is also not out yet called Mariachi Legends. Okay. That sounds amusing. The artwork in this looks really good. Like the character yeah. sprites and everything look really, really good. I'm looking at our, at the screenshots on Steam. So that that's uh, so. Next up is Coromon heading to mobile. Uh, Monster taming RPG Coromon is getting a release on iOS and Android. The mobile version will launch in early November as a try before you buy title. Cool. It's an interesting way to go with it, and I'm sure they'll get a lot more eyes on the game, but mobile gaming has a stench to it, so to speak, I would say, for people that game elsewhere first. So it'll be interesting to see a game that gets big because of a iOS port. So, And then last, uh, Wizardry, the five ordeals exits early access. Uh, Wizardry, The Five Ordeals, has exited early access on Steam. The Dungeon Crawler's full release update includes a new default scenario. This is a re-release of the Japan-only exclusive Wizardry Gaiden Five Ordeals, originally released in 2006. I've always had a soft spot for Wizardry games. I've only played one even halfway through before, though. And that was the PS2. I remember reading the manual for Wizardry on the NES and just being so intimidated by it that I didn't want to start it. <laughs> and so it didn't. It was at a friend's house, so it wasn't mine. But 
It's like, I'm not going to play this because the characters get old and die, and I don't want my characters to die. I mean, your characters in some of the old D&D games could still get old and die. I never played those. So it was was just not a thing I was doing. (laughs) Depending on the spells that were cast upon them, there were specific spells that could age characters. Nice. Yeah. I got scared by a music a sound prompt in uh, Link to the Past and didn't play a Zelda game for 15 years because of it. Did you get scared by the drowning music in Sonic? Uh, I would have. I mean, everyone did, Honestly, right? <laughs> had I played it on the same, my dad is a sound like designer. He, we have a recording studio at our house, and he had set up a surround sound system for our Ooh. Super Nintendo. Nice. So when I played Link to the Past, I was like a five-year-old or wherever I was, and I there's one bush you can slash, and a guard shows up, and there's a da na na type sound. Scared the crap out of me. I dropped the controller on the ground ah! and I the room. Nice. I remember that bush when I was when I played it when I was eleven. Thank you. That that game's opening has that rain sound effect that probably sounded really good on that system. Uh, yeah, that was one of the reasons yeah. I think I st- picked it up to play because even back then I could tell there was a lot of good music and sound mm-hmm. in a Zelda game. Go figure. Yeah. yeah, that that game has good sound design. Man, I'm a little. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and and that's it for the uh, the. Uh, announce the uh re- upcoming re- releases so what's coming out this this week there chris we've got phantom rose 2 sapphire whatever that's about it's a anime card battler where it's also a roguelike so you're playing as a character trying to escape from a school that was taken over by ghosts and you have to figure out what's going on i played it for uh pax west it was decent uh, it's a roguelike card battler. Cool. We have Little Goody Two Shoes. We have. Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, that one I just know as a horror role playing game. It's Square Enix Collective. So they. It was one of the indie games that Square Enix decided to back. So there might be something to it, but I never got a chance to play it. So. I think a few people okay. said. Don't keep your hopes up for this for that one. Hmm. We'll see. Achilles Legends we Untold. Last week, sorry. Spoilers, his ankle is his weak point. His heel. His heel. I would uh, appreciate if they didn't use that at all. And it's like the untold legend is that he just said that to screw with people. I think people have already done that too. Yeah. Uh my time at Sandrock. Phantom Blade Executioners, Star Ocean, the second story R, Thirsty Suitors, and then some non-RPGs. That, oh, wait. Sorry. For the King 2, which is a roguelike role-playing game. Yep. Then some non-RPGs I threw in here. Ebenezer and the Invisible World, which is a Metroidvania based on A Christmas Carol, which, like, I love A Christmas Carol, so I'm, I'm going to play that this Christmas season, which is, uh, in my opinion, not this week. <laughs> so I'll There's be waiting on that. a lot of little details that the uh, developers were very kind to, to share and talk about. There's a, If you like the Christmas Carol, the actual story itself, they mm-hmm. put in a lot of little nods to the story throughout everything. I would hope so. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, Chaos, is that ex- exiting early access this week? Let's take a look. Oh. Uh, Chaos brings up a game called Lunacid, which might be exiting early access this week, which is a first-person dungeon crawler from inspired by old FromSoft games like Kingsfield. So uh, It looks like it's inspired by Kingsfield. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's only seven bucks right now, so if you're into that, um, go keep an eye on it. Um, and then another non-RPG, Radiant Silver Gun. That game that was never going to come out again and be stuck on the Saturn for way too much money that I bought in Japan that ever since I bought it has been ported to multiple systems. Yeah, it's getting another port to Windows now. Radiant Silver Gun, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. <sighs> what's what's entering newly accessed this week? Oh, nobody was oh. prepped for that one. I. I can we tell got uh, uh, driving on Steam <laughs> early access. False Prophets Beast is what coming. What is Beast? It's just called Dude. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> All caps. It's funny how it wasn't like it got shown off during some horror uh, showcases. It's a tactical RPG expected to fully release in 2024. It has horror aesthetic, dark colors, uh, Kind of reminded me a lot of Redemption Reapers, which I reviewed earlier this year. So I bet you it's going to be very difficult. There's probably going to be a lot of people that are not too thrilled at... I'm going to tell you something. The trailer doesn't have a lot of gameplay in it, so that's never a good sign. (sighs) Did it just say one year early access? I Sure. It'll be out next year as their plan, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Remore, Infested Kingdom, coming to early access next week. WebZen and Blank Anchors Remore, Infested Kingdom, has an early access date. Players will be able to check out the tactical RPG through Steam and the Epic Theme Store. Cool. This is a much more 2D horror thing. Is it horror? Yeah. The Infested. Yeah, you're fighting Mm -hmm. zombies. Okay. So, all right, uh, time to touch on our editorials this week. And I say touch on because there's only two. We have a review of Starfield by Zach Webster, who gives it a. Oh, uh, apparently the site's broken right now, so I can't tell you what the score is. Great. Go me. Um, I think it was a three out of five when I looked at it. No one told me the site was broken. Let me fix the site. I didn't know the site was broken. Maybe it'll fix itself. Sometimes it fixes itself is what I've noticed, which is real fun because when I'm trying to debug things... I'm logging in. See if that helps. I am logging in. I'm logging in right now on the other monitor. I have to identify bicycles first. Um, Then it will let me log in. All right. Logging in. That gets rid of the cache. And that just confirms it's actually broken. All right. Cool. Thanks, WordPress. Two and a half. Huh? Two and a half. Two and a half? Two and a half? For Starfield? went to open critic to look at what it says for us (laughs) i'm so proud of our website we have to go to other websites to see what our content is (laughs) and we can't even verify if that's correct or not i'm getting there i've got got a process i'm running through the process that fixes the site we'll get there uh that didn't do it let's try again I generally believe the other website for it, even though it is I did chuckle, Open Critic doesn't have one of my reviews on it. 
We're in the bad state, so this might take me a while. This one happens rarely, but it's it's a problem. So we're not going to hang out here. We'll just assume it's a two and a half. Um, gave it a four for the battle system. Pluses are a universe brimming with potential. A neat new game plus hook. I've heard there's a neat hook, but I don't know what it is. I've avoided spoilers on that so far. Um, a beautiful score. Um, obviously, that's not the game score since it wasn't very beautiful, but uh, the uh, music, apparently. they they Zach liked the music. Um, as far as other things here, ah, I got a three out of five, not a two and a half. 3.0 wow. out of five. So Open Critic was wrong. <laughs> See, I, I was like, I, I had looked this up because I was curious what the score was. So that's how come I was like, I think it, I think it was a three, three out of five. So, haha, you're right. That was right. Yeah. Um, so Starfield gets a three out of five, and the the minuses are segmented and scattered system design. More interested in doing a lot than having it flow together. Yep, sounds like a Bethesda game. Minimal player impact on the game. Yep, sounds like a modern Bethesda (laughs) game. Um, And the worst menus of the year. Oof. (laughs) I I don't know if that's possible. (laughs) I don't know. We've got to put the menus up against Gollum and Skull Island and see how they compare. (laughs) Only menus. Only the menus. So, like, if those games have better menus, which it's possible they might. So, you know. Oof. Bethesda is just so. It's Bethesda. Yep. Lazy. They're not lazy. They're just. They're not able to do what they think they can do, is how I would put it. And again, this is why I wanted people to tell me, like, how is it landing for you? Because Skyrim is a game that, even though Bethesda had these shortcomings, it still came together and made an experience that people whittled hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of life. They're still playing it. Yeah. To this day. So, like, somehow Skyrim succeeds despite its faults. And I just want to know if Starfield ended up being the same thing. And it looks like I'm not getting a clear answer here with a three out of five. I don't know. <laughs> From most of what I heard. Sounds like maybe it, not. <laughs> it, it, real, it hasn't. From most of what I've heard from people who've played it. Yeah. And. Like, some of my, fr- my friends who have been playing it. Uh. Let me just say they've play, they're playing Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> they've moved on. Yeah. <laughs> no, they went back. They went back. Well, I mean, they were very close to the same release date. Okay. Oh. It was like a week. But yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So there's your there's your review of Starfield three out of five from RP Gamer. And then we have an adventure coroner on Detective Pikachu Returns, um, which because we don't cover the game we don't do it a review but you can see the game where you can go right around on a Rolith. Growlith, Growlith, Growlith as a pikachu and see what happens i just want to know like did they do anything different than the the movie ending i don't know i want we'll to say this is separate from that cuz this mean, is returned so i think it's a sequel to oh the, um the first the game doesn't the- end so, like, uh, okay. Detective Pikachu is half the story, and then this is the other half. So, as the movie goes all the way to the end of the story, and the question is, is do they go to the same end point or not? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Not questions I can answer. Right. I'm assuming it's pretty similar, at least in, th- in concept, if not actual execution. Um, but yeah, there you go. 
Pikachu returns. And uh, I think we need a question of the week because we forgot to make one. Hmm. What? Po- no, I was going to say, what Pokemon do you want to ride? Um. <laughs> we successfully escaped that. Don't go back to it. <laughs> yeah, which which led my mind next to what's your favorite gotcha game? <laughs> uh, probably had asked it before, but my favorite Halloween character, enemy, or town design. Like scary favorite Halloween enemy or town design. All right. So what you're really asking is if a game throws in a thing that's clearly meant to be the Halloween area, what's your favorite one of those? Yeah. In a game or an RPG in an RPG. This is RP gamer. I don't want everyone answering Resident Evil, you know? Yeah. Instead, they'll all answer Parasite Eve. Or Sweet Home. Yeah. Oh, great. Parasite Eve is not a Halloween game. It's a Christmas game. (laughs) What's your favorite Halloween-themed area slash thing in an RPG? And Chaos in the chat suggests Halloween Town from Kingdom Hearts, so there you go. Now you can't take that one. (laughs) I mean, multiple people can have the same one. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've got our question of the week. If you'd like to answer it, you can go to rpgamer.com, find the show thread and post it right there. While you're there, check out our extra life thread and uh, please throw some money at some people who are playing games to heal kids next weekend, all weekend long at rpgamer.com or twitch.tv slash rpgamer, where you can watch it all weekend long or just Friday, Saturday. What's the current uh, schedule? Friday night, all Saturday. And all of Sunday, uh, okay. we are scheduled till midnight Sunday night. However, I will probably pop on to continue it at least either until pause if pause streams Monday morning or until I pass out Sunday night, depending Fair on enough. which. Thank you. Um, go donate to all these people who are kindly giving their time to Marathon Game for the sake of the children. Um, uh, unless we get some money out of it, and there was no point in this. Um, but I do think you can at least come and cheer us up. Even if you don't have money, cheer us on. Keep us going. And when I say us, I mean everyone except me, because I'll be at a work conference and getting actual sleep. So, sorry. <laughs> I'll see you next year on this stuff. And, and not being murdered. Yep, not being murdered repeatedly. Hopefully I can check in on the uh, Twitch stream, though, and see what's going on. So. Whew. All right. With that, I'm going to say thank you. I want to know what you're going to play this week. Ryan. Slaying the princess still. Oh, boy. And Robert, what are you playing? Uh, well, definitely uh, Final Fantasy V. As I said, that's my going to bed game. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely Nikkei because the uh, anniversary event drops and I'll have like new chapter stories and new events and that. And then as far as what I'll play for like normal stream times, I have three different games I'm juggling. I don't know. All right. Uh, while I'm not packing for my work trip, I will be playing Path of Exile. Let's just let's just admit it and move on. So I'm stuck. Wow. That's all try, I got. Go ahead. Did you try doing Stellaris again? Mm, no. That got you out of your last oh, no. Path of Exile. No, I don't want to do that. That's like no. Oh. 
Then then it's just jumping into another thing I need an escape from. Um, PC Builder Two. No, stop it! You're you're bad at this. <laughs> I'm just trying to name other games I know you've enjoyed. Yeah, but you're just making it worse. You're gonna get me deeper in a hole. What? I'd rather you play games that you enjoy. I am enjoying Path of Exile, so y'all okay. can just go play a game of go play Star Ocean and leave me alone. Or whatever else I is will. coming I out this week. Alright, there you go. <laughs> Alright, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next week. It won't be me, but it'll be someone else. But um we'll have our extra life stuff going on and i hope you join us for it until then goodbye everybody adios